Well, he is the man. That's kind of why I had him on the show. Yeah, he's pretty groovy. Yeah, I agree. He's a groovy guy. Can't go wrong with a bit of film. I used to have a sound bite from Michael Merging saying he was a genius. Um I could I could do without your constant adoration of him, but someone's gotta be the guy that says some say. No. And yeah, no. they do. No, they fucking don't. They do. No, they don't. And let's get back onto this fucking before we start the show tonight. We're gonna have a pre show before the show. All right. Because we're gonna go back to this there are no good covers thing. Uh okay. Because I That's say good. that in music, wow, you can have a good fucking cover. I don't disagree with that. And then you try to tell me that Chris Cornell's cover of Billie Jean is not good. It's not good. Why? Why? Because Michael Jackson was a killing of pop and all of his songs were perfect just the way they were. Just because the song is good or perfect, as you say, as it is, doesn't mean that somebody can do a cover of it that isn't well done. I thought it was a great take on the song. It wasn't the poppy version of it. It was, you know, a little slower, a little slowed down. It was a different feel, but it still held the same tone. Unlike but, the unlike the new Taylor, I think it's Taylor Swift's cover of September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay, and I don't disagree with that. I'm saying that compared to the original, it's shit in the Chris Cornell. Billy Jean situation. I disagree. It's not shit. It's pretty shit. It's not fucking shit. It's pretty shit. I mean... What, what makes it shit? Because it's not the Michael Jackson version. Th- and that's your only argument? That's the only argument I need. <sighs> okay. If you say so. Well, it's... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to to uh, make a sane argument based on that. <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. It's not about it's, sanity. It's, it's about reality. And in reality, Michael Jackson was the king of pop. All of his songs are awesome just the way they are, and any cover version of any of his songs automatically becomes shit by comparison. That's just the way it is. How yeah. long have we been live? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I would like to bring you back to a song called Ben. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to note how your fucking voice just kind of went down a few fucking octaves right there. <laughs> Not everything that motherfucker made was perfect. Well, that's especially, true enough. Especially Neverland Ranch. They found out all the secrets there. Oh, now that's just cold. Okay, that that's just uncalled for. I think I think you got, I think you got given some Jesus juice. And you know, nothing was ever proved. So, yeah, nothing was ever proved. You're absolutely so, you're absolutely right. Allegedly, 
Look at you go. Yeah, so I think I won that one. Yeah, yeah. You gave you you gave shit to Steve for a whole episode about supporting pedophilia. I and, wait, what? And yet, and yet, and yet, here you are. Nothing was ever proven. If there was any proof that he was a pedophile, I'd be against him. He wasn't a pedophile. He was a poor, damaged man who had his childhood stolen by an overbearing father. Oh. Did that Was that close to home for you? No. It's uh, just, it just seemed like, you know, the way you got right into it that it was. Well, it just annoys me that people say he was a pedophile. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. We're doing the show. I'm just trying to make it uncomfortable at this point. Uh, wow. Can you guys even <laughs> hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Because you're like ignoring me. Every time I say something, it's just like, yeah, Steve's here, whatever. Well, you know, Steve, we were having a discussion. About Michael Jackson, apparently. Well, no, we were having a discussion about cover songs. Oh, okay. This is the, this is the pre-show, Steve. Oh, we're not actually doing the show yet. I no, we're not technically live. We're live, but we're not live live. It's the pre-show before the show. Because we were you know, waiting for you. So, are you all good? I'm going to do my best. You're going to do your best? My best. I don't want Which you to isn't do very it. good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what, uh, what my boss told me when I uh, started work years ago. It's uh, 1994, Steve, uh, the year that I graduated from high school. Well, then once I said, you know, hey, I'll, I'll do my best. He goes, no, you don't do your fucking best. You do your job. All right, I'll do my job. <clears throat> I'd prefer it if you did your job. All right. Makes, it makes my life a lot easier. But, see, here's the thing, Steve. I already know that you didn't do your job. Wow. So, I mean, that that kind of... Eh, uh, that kind of ruins it for you right there, Steve. I'm not very good at doing anything. When it comes to this show? When it comes to anything. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anything, this show. You okay, Steve? I will be. Oops, I just accidentally clicked off one of the news stories. You clicked off See? a news story? Yes, because I was... <clears throat> I don't know what I was thinking. You going to bring back the fake news? Uh, I guess I'm reading the news this week. I guess you're going to allow me to try one more time. You bring back the fake news. I love it. <clears throat> it's like a soap opera, Steve. Bringing it all around. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay, yeah, you are you ready? Are you prepared? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. Ready as you'll ever be. All right. If you say so, Steve. Let's let's do this shit, I guess. This is the 40 and Slip, episode 23, The Way of the Peaceful Dream Warrior. Welcome. <clears throat> Ugh. That wasn't good. Yeah, you know, a little phlegm in my throat there, Steve. It's not conducive to, you know, do that right into the mic. Yeah. I had to turn my head away. So, no, how, how, how are things, Steve? Are you all right? 
Well, you know, life. Yeah. Yeah. Life gets in the way sometimes. Life so. does. Yeah. You know, life is hard. It sucks sometimes. Well, no, life is hard. You know, living is a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. It's easy to, you know, take something and kill yourself. Well, I don't want to go or, there, bro. You know, go jump, jump off a fucking high cliff. or you, know, you can easily end shit. It's hard to stay here and to keep doing it. Much like this show, Steve. Words of advice. Uh, sage words of advice, even. Um, you know, as this show's view counts steadily drop to zero. You mean plummet? We're, we're going to ride this fucker right to the end, Steve. Right to fucking zero views a week. So are you saying this is our last show? No, no, no. Well, yeah, it's pretty fucking close. We're getting there, Steve. We're getting there. This is like one of those calculus equations where, you know, the limit as it reaches zero, we're, we're watching that function, that curve just happen. Like with the this clock show. they had at the millennium and countdown. That's what we got here. Yeah, we're, it's the end is nigh. Well, not the end, because we're going to just ride it out, Steve. We'll we'll continue doing it to zero people a week. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Why not? Who the fuck cares? I don't. So, yeah, the way of the peaceful dream warrior, Steve. You didn't do any research, did you, Steve? I've been dealing with other issues this week, so no. Of course, I deal with other issues every week and never do any research, so that's nothing new. Yeah. Uh, See, I, my nose is bothering me this week, so I have to go get a tissue, Steve. Why don't you go get a tissue? I have to unplug my headphones, so yeah. now you'll probably echo. 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 Don't do that. Yeah, I do. I can hear it. You'll ruin, you'll ruin everybody's reality, Steve. Yeah, well, whatever. Reality isn't really real anyway, is it? Really? You couldn't do that before the show? Well, I did, Steve. And, you know, now you're going to chastise me? No, maybe. A little. You shouldn't. I mean, because you didn't prepare for the show. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I didn't prepare at all. I'm sure Richard didn't really prepare for the show, besides getting the news. Yeah, he got the news. So you can bring back fake news. Yeah. How about that fucking Bob? Yeah, I wasn't yeah. impressed. Oh, fuck off. He upstaged you. The man's amazing. No, I, 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 I thought it was refreshing to talk to him about a few different things. You know, ask him a few questions about uh, some of the uh, different videos and stuff that he'd broken down and a lot of the stuff I technically knew some of the his answers. There were some that I didn't. I was surprised to hear him say the Freeman footage was yeah. his favorite footage. Yeah, I I agree there. I didn't think that would be even on his list. So yeah, I thought that definitely wouldn't be. But you know, he does surprise me every so often. But you also got to think of how much footage there really is out there that's even close to being remotely impressive. So oh yeah, there's not much out there at all. It's a short list. Yeah. So. So, um, are, are you feeling confident to do the news, Steve? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to be honest with you and the viewers or listeners, I should guess, but uh, I'm not doing uh, not doing so hot tonight. So I'm going to try my best to to do this show. And if I suddenly disappear in the middle of the show, you know that I 
jumped off one of those cliffs that Chris was talking about. That's right. Hey, we have 12 people watching, so we're not at zero yet. We're not at zero yet, Steve. We're riding it, though. We're getting there. We're getting there, yep. So am I doing the news, then? Sure. <laughs> Lewis County, Washington. This is from Cairo 7, K-I-R-O 7. I don't know where that's from. Some news channel. On Thursday, this is... Wait, 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 wait. Why does yeah. our news bumper sound like a British guy? Because it is a British guy. Oh. On Thursday, Centralia police said 126 pounds of methamphetamine were found in a truck. Get this, Chris. Hauling Starbucks products. <laughs> Yeehaw. You become a Starbucks fan, did you? Let's fucking let's break bad. The uh, it was between California and Spokane. I'm assuming Washington. That's where Spokane is, right? Uh, I believe so. Yes. I'm sure there's other Spokanes, but I'm guessing that was the uh, Spokane they're speaking of. Sure, anyway, the truck out. was stopped, and police say suspicious activity led to the request of help from a narcotics canine. The truck's interior was searched, and police said they found 40 bundles of meth in a television box on the top bunk of the sleeper. <whistles> That's a lot of bundles. Yeah. Under, a mat under the mattress in that sleeper, they found 50 more bundles. Yeah, buddy. 2.4 pounds of suspected heroin <sighs> and several thousand oxycodone pills were also found. Oh, and a few grams of cocaine. Yeah, buddy. But that, that truck driver really, you know, he had it going on. I mean, he's probably wide awake. <laughs> Listen, um, Steve, we got to find a new supplier for the drugs for the uh, bus tour now. Yeah, he's been busted. The driver of the truck, <laughs> identified as uh, by a Mexico driver's license, was 22-year-old uh, Carlos Alejandro Luana Rodriguez. Wow. His, you see how I did that? And his passenger was 62-year-old uh, Bernardo Olivas something. Leva. Yeah. He had a passenger? Yeah, he had a passenger. Well, he can't smoke all that meth by yourself. I'm pretty sure they were trying to sell the meth, Steve. They were booked into a Lewis County jail. Well, I'm sure they used some of it. Come on. Uh, maybe some of the other stuff was stuff they were using. Police said that none of the food product in the trailer was exposed or compromised, so the owners made arrangements to, tr to retrieve the load, which was transferred to another truck, and continued on its route. A Starbucks spokesman said Friday that the driver and truck involved uh, were hired by a third party, not Starbucks. And they also said if you're black, you can't. Oh, that, um, they received. I've heard about that, but I don't know much about it. So, <laughs> oh, we got a good Mars story. This is oh. from Sputnews.com. The candy bar. Oh, looking through images of Mars, Bristol-based amateur astronomer. Boy, I love it when they start out with amateur astronomer because you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Joe White managed to detect what he described as a small, feminine-looking statue head, which resembles a carved depiction of a female warrior wearing a helmet similar to some found on Earth from the Middle Ages. Nice. This is a new one to me. White, who runs the YouTube channel Art Alien TV. I haven't heard of that one. What happened to the other guy? What other guy? The guy who used to find shit on Mars all the time. I don't know. Yeah, he's. I haven't heard from him in a while. Anyway, read, he read the story, Steve. He explained that the bus 
feature, uh, features what looks like an emblem on its forehead and some very interesting facial features that look almost Egypt, Egyptian in artistic style. Uh, taking photos of the red planet is one of the tasks implemented by NASA's Curiosity rover, which has just passed its 2000 solar day mark on the surface of the fourth planet. The rover landed on Mars in 2012 and is exploring the red planet ever since. I don't know why they threw that in there because there's no other mention of it. <laughs> but anyway, it looks like a rock to me. Just a plain old rock? Well, kind of. You know, it's that pareidolia thing going on. It's, yeah. What just a plain old What about rock. the woman on Mars? Just a plain old rock. The woman on Mars is just a rock? They're all rocks. Oh. Okay. Uh, this one's for Richard since he picked it anyway. Dailygrail.com. There's a new article on the science section of news.com.au reporting on how many, uh, how new breakthrough, God, I can't even speak tonight. Use your words. Uh, new breakthroughs in genetic engineering and cloning might help us in, uh, reanimate bygone animal species, uh, such as the woolly mammoth and the Tasmanian tiger, also known as a thylacine, which is officially exterminated in its entirety by sheep ranchers and for fear that it preyed on their heads of cattle or sheep or whatever they had. Wow. I just kind of lost my spot. And had to I, I, I guess you did. You kind of just petered off there, Steve. What happened? <laughs> make something up. Kind of make it, because there's no cattle in a sheep herd. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, it's, it's a speculation about the, the revival of dinosaurs. train went right off the species. fucking rails. Yeah. Other species has run rampant ever since... <laughs> Audiences around the world were captivated, captivated by Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park. But now it really looks like it, the case of mammals and other animals, which become extinct fairly recently, at least, in geological terms. It's no longer a matter of if, but when. Thanks to the genie in the bottle we've all heard so much about the last couple of years, C-R-I-S-P-R-C-A-S-9. I don't know what that is. CRISPR. CRISPR-Cas9. If previous genetic techniques were akin to hit-or-miss shotgun approaches, CRISPR is more like uh, a true surgeon's scalpel because it led scientists cut and paste pieces together of the genome exactly where they want to. Yeah, they're going to be able to do some really crazy shit. Yeah, whether they're coming rendered render the results they expected is another story. So, yeah, they might bring back the... Well, I don't know if you remember, but we did a story a long time ago about them reverse engineering um, chickens yep. into dinosaurs. So right, right. taking them backwards instead of, you know, trying to uh, clone a dinosaur, trying to reverse evolution. I'm not sure why you'd want to maybe to study the thing i have no clue it'd be i mean some of it's interesting i don't know you know i don't know if we're we're treading in waters that we don't want to i don't know i honestly don't know i mean i can understand trying to bring back like the thylacine i mean that kind of that's kind of cool but reverse engineering an animal to make it, it yeah, richard would disagree with you well yeah but he doesn't think there's a reason thylacine should be brought back he would no, disagree. No. There he goes. Well, you did before. We talked about this before. You didn't like the idea of them bringing it back. I know. I just said I wouldn't be for them cloning it. Oh, I see. Well, it's not a clone, is it? 
it's that's what they're talking engineered. about. Well, I didn't read the whole story, but yeah. well, you well, generally that's... don't. No, I cut out the parts I didn't care. You're not a very good newsman. I ate better than Bob. See, I disagree. Well, I don't read the news in some sort of ni- 1940s tone uh, through a telephone. You know, some say that he is... the fuck up. <laughs> That's what some say. <sighs> is that the news? That Oh, yes. That fellas is the news. What is that? Why does a British man hum our news theme? I don't know. I think we need a new news theme, but for now, it works. I liked it when That's we had rough. a real news theme. Well, I liked it when we had real production. I agree, Steve. Yeah, but these 12 people. But as but as we ride this rate down to zero, because no one who listens to this show bothers to do anything that we ask them to do, much like you, Steve. I promoted this show on my other show. In fact, uh, I know uh, Steve actually came over and listened. Steve, it uh it's not um you don't give. You you, you could every week you could post it on your own timeline, you don't. Well, you could do that. Steve. I have That's... people who respect me. I don't want them seeing that shit. <laughs> what Steve? What is the problem? Why can't you be proud of what you do? I am proud of it. And I'm in this small little circle of three people. <laughs> that's that's it. Everywhere else you're ashamed of it. <laughs> no, I'm not ashamed at all. Steve's just buckets of shame. I don't even promote my own videos on my own channel. Rarely. Uh, you 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 have always been lackluster about your your uh, promotion. I will I'm just say a that. lackluster individual. If oh, I agree. Like me, they're going to listen. If they don't, then not. Oh, I feel. Well, if you say so, Steve. So, um, <clears throat> dreams, Steve. I have them. You well, maybe. Sometimes. I Rarely. think you're. I, I think you're soulless. So. Well, I actually don't have a lot of dreams. At least the one the dreams that I can remember. So. Well, that's, that's, that's what perfect. happens when you lose your soul. Well, I forced myself not to dream. I know people say you can't do that, but I, I disagree. Maybe you just choose not to remember. Maybe that's it. I wish we could analyze one of your dreams, Steve. I don't have any. I wish we could just break it down. Okay. Well, which Switch dream core. would you like to analyze? I'll try to remember one. You don't have any to remember. You don't have any recent ones, Steve. Well, I, don't, one. I don't really have any recent ones either. There is one that I it was a recurring dream a long time for when I was a kid. Yeah. We, we could try to analyze that one. Oh, boy. Yeah. Why do I have a feeling this is going to end horribly? Well, it's only going to end horribly if you make it end horribly. Okay. All right. What's your, what was your recurring dream when you were younger? We were at my Aunt Lulu's house. Lulu. Yeah. Well, that's what I called her. Her real <laughs> name was Lula. But, you know, as a kid, you come up with kind of weird names for people so i called her lulu she's dead now um aunt lulu had gus, like your wife lulu is a bigfoot gus aunt lula had a teapot collection and i still have a couple of her teapots so anyway um 
they had this big giant barn and every year they shaved the bitch down and taught it to speak every year they'd show this or uh, have this big giant i don't know summer party it was in the middle of summer sometime and we played kick the can and my recurring dream is all about playing kick the can and hiding in the barn that's it and there was a band playing uh i don't remember what the band was that was my dream. <laughs> Interesting, huh? No, I I didn't catch any of it. I was too busy trying to <laughs> try to make fun. There of was it. no there wasn't no, it wasn't an interesting game. You, you ever play Kick the Can, Chris? Um, no, Steve. No, I have not. Okay. Well that was that was the whole point of the dream was that we were playing Kick the Can. That your entire life was gonna be a useless tragedy of kicking something on the ground that was worthless and meaningless so that's your that's your analysis of my dream um just spitballing here steve just spitballing yeah, yeah. i'm no so, i'm no expert i don't have a dream diary or a not a, a dream uh dictionary or book of symbols although I, I i don't buy into any of that bullshit anyway well i don't either i mean I think, yeah i think there I, are meanings to your dreams but i, I think, think it's i think that if Right, I think that uh, no one book can tell you what everyone's symbolism means in their dreams. I think everyone's is their own personal set of symbolism. Sometimes, symbols. sometimes it's pretty easy to figure out if you just think about what what you dreamed. You know, well, and if you pay attention, it, it's yeah. it, it, it it some of its reflections on things that have happened. Some of it may be you having an introspective look at yourself to try and better yourself, yeah. I think. Uh, but we don't know. They they still to this day don't know really why we dream. You know, it's a it's a really fascinating subject because it's kind of one of those unknowns that we know it happens. We all are aware that it happens. Right, right. Everybody, even but your your my pet's dream. You can, but science yeah. cannot understand it why it happens i think it's i mean i'm gonna get all sciencey on you here but i think it's the way a way for your brain to take a break from your everyday i think you have to have brain activity no matter what you're doing and i think it's a way for your brain to continue to be active while you're taking a break i mean that i, I can't imagine why else you would have dreams so Steve, that your brain is, Steve, you know, fire. Steve, dream so real? No. Yeah, actually, recently I had a nightmare. I was on some medication. and Oh, you just told me you hadn't dreamed anything recently. Now, you, What is this? Now you're telling me different stories? Yeah, but I'm not going to share that. You one. really did bring back the fucking fake news. Well, no, I mean, I forgot about it for a second. But it was so vivid and so real that... I quit Steve, taking that medicine. I think, you <laughs> have to, I think you have to share with our with our audience what this dream was about. No. No? No, it was too painful. It was too painful. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> it was not good. Oh. Oh dear God. I uh, don't you know, I've had nightmares and stuff as a you know, as a kid. I used to have them all the time and so right. I taught myself how to think about things before you go to bed. And I did, I mean, I practice and practice and I think you can actually change what you dream, but um, it's very hard to do. And I think I finally got to the point where I just didn't anymore, or at least didn't remember them. But this one was the most vivid, the most 
scary dream. It, it seems so real, and I, I'm just not. I don't want to recount it. <laughs> it's that was that bad. So. I see. Yeah, and I don't get scared by dreams or anything because I realize when you wake up, you realize, oh, it was just a dream. That's that. But when they're that vivid and real, sometimes it's, it's uh, yeah, not good. Huh. I can remember when I was a kid, I used to have this reoccurring dream that uh, this huge oil monster was like attacking. Yeah, I never dreamed about an oil monster. Yeah, it was like a huge oil monster. I think it was like massively tall. But that uh, we were all trying to get to my uncle's house because uh, we're, the field that he lived in was infested with mice and yeah. the thing wouldn't go there. So we were all trying to get there. And then as we would get there, you know, like everybody would be like, ah, you're here. Ah. And then like we'd be like, oh, we got to go get this one. So like we'd all like take these excursions out. These scary excursions to go pick up other members of our family. Bring them back. Get them safe. With the mice. Gotta have the mice. That's right. No idea what that fucking dream meant. No fucking clue. I was a kid. Yeah, I had a lot. I had a ton of those kind of dreams when I was a kid. Wacky, weird, scary. Um, but as an adult, I don't really... I don't even remember my dreams. That's the fun funny part i mean every, I, I every, don't once in a, every once in a while i'll wake up and remember a dream but i don't i don't hold on to things anymore i used to years ago when i was uh when i was like 18 19 i used to keep a dream diary yeah why just just to be able to reflect on it there's sometimes I have some brilliant strokes of genius while I'm sleeping, and I'll wake up and have this brilliant stroke of genius. No, that's called that's called a wet dream, Steve. Yeah, well, I should write it down when I when that happens, and I always forget. And then, like ten minutes after you wake up, but I don't dream it. I just wake up with this thought in my mind. What do you want, Richard? Did you would dreaming about a great disaster that had befallen your family and mice? <laughs> I no, know, no, no, right? No, no, not that it befallen my family in mice. No, but it had a great disaster that had fallen your family, and there was mice in the dream. Yes, the the uh, the field that my uncle is my uncle's house is in. At the time when I was a kid, it was infested with mice. Like literally, you see them like running everywhere, like in the front yard, everywhere. They were For real, all over the place. Yeah, dreams. but and but it, it translated into the dream. I see. Oh, like, of course That's were. why the oil monster, for some reason, would not come on the property. Because of the mice. The mice. Well, they're protecting you. That's right. Right. Yeah. But mice, you know, in dreams means that you're uh, dwelling on too much uh, minor problems. And disaster is often a, uh, linked to anxiety and worrying too much. Mm. Yeah. So worrying about the mice. That's what he was worried. So about. both of those things, you know, relate to the same thing according to a, a dream interpretation. Oh. I read. That's <laughs> interesting. I was like five. That's <laughs> still interesting. I was five, Richard. What does the can and my kick the can dream mean, Richard? That's right. What's this? What's this fucking can mean? <laughs> what does the can mean, or what does kick the can mean? Well, either way. Yeah. It's not in his book. I guess he's not going to even try. He just, <laughs> Richard, hey, we want your opinion. 
Silence. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Just let me remember. Yeah. Uh, um, cans. Cans are... Uh, he's Googling it right now. <laughs> I'm not Googling it. Uh, wait a minute. Fucking... Uh, cans. He's got one of those silent keyboards. I can't remember what fucking can means. It probably doesn't mean anything. It's probably just a fun childhood recule- recollection that I had. Usual. I know what kicking means, but I don't know what can kicking oh. a can means. Well, it means somebody's going to die, I think. No, well, maybe. But maybe, kicking yeah. is to do... Steve kicking actually does pertain to you because it's all about repressed uh, aggression. I don't Wait a minute. Are we bringing back Steve Alcorn, psychic detective? Ah, there we go. Uh, Maybe. I'm just saying, you know, that's what kicking is. All right, I'll be quiet now. (laughs) I have a lot of repressed aggression, probably. I agree. Yeah, I repress everything. I seriously think you're going to kill a motherfucker one day. Uh, No, maybe myself, but not anybody else. No, I think you're going to kill a motherfucker one day. I think you're going to pop. Will he deserve it? Maybe. I hope so, because I don't want to do that if they don't deserve it. Listen, I'm banking on it, because at some point, I'm going to want to go. And if, you know, I just, I'm pretty sure I can make you snap. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you've come <laughs> close already a few times. <laughs> oh, no, I, I've got enough people who want to make me snap in my real life. Well, not real life, but <clears throat> people like to make people snap. I don't know why. Oh, shit. No, I, I I don't know what dreams are. I don't know if there's some some branch to another reality or if they're just a way for our brain to have a vacation from well, no, I, this still thing that we live. I, I don't fucking know. Well, it could be that, but I'm, I'm just thinking that your brain needs to have activity while you're asleep. I mean, if your brain doesn't have activity, then you're not going to wake up, obviously. So I think it's just a way for your brain to still be active while you're asleep, even though, but you're in a rest period. Your body has to rest, obviously. Yeah. So, it's uh, all sciencey and stuff. I'm sure yeah, there's some well, science. See, but science, science doesn't understand it either, Steve. I just understood it for them. Well, that's awesome. It's great that yeah. you can be here for the people of the scientific community in like no capacity whatsoever, because nothing you've done is based in any type of research. Or reality. Exactly. <laughs> reality is the state of mind, I think. <laughs> Maybe well, I'd prefer the dream. I used world. to I, I used to think that uh that dreams were, were very important, that they were somehow um that they meant something yeah. on on a very powerful scale. I don't know anymore. I mean, could they? I suppose I they could they could be a very important form of self reflection and a way they to grow, grow as a human being. I don't know. I've never taken the intense amount of time that it would take me to find that out. We did have a similar discussion with one Matt Knapp at one time on the show. I believe it was on the show. Maybe it was off air, but Matt. The man uh, that believes that if you talk about spontaneous combustion, that it'll happen to you. (laughs) But Matt uh, is somewhat of a dream analyzer, and he helped me out on a couple that I had a few years ago. Uh, Yeah. And you know what? It made perfect sense what he was saying. So maybe there is some common themes in dreams that can be analyzed. I don't know. Huh? Could be. 
but yeah, Matt, Matt's a pretty intelligent guy, and I tend to uh, think the symbolism is more uh, spe person specific. Probably, yes. I, I think there are some symbols that you're going to find that are the same between people, right? But not, I don't think, on a on a wide scale. No, well, obviously, there. If you dream about flying in a dream, that probably means the same thing for most everybody. But if you're dreaming about mice in your front well, yard, not necessarily it means something different to you. Flying to a pilot would be different. Well, than, you know what I mean. Than flying Generally. to a person who takes flights, or you know, flying to someone who skydives. Well, okay. See, even then, you're you're right, and I'm wrong, and. I mean, I just think that it's it's not person specific. I mean, it Obviously, is person specific. It's not it's not right. general. It's not that general. Yes, there are some things that are going to be general and 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 spread out vastly across the uh, the populations. Yeah, but overall, I think it's it's person specific. You know, it's. We're all having our own experience, and our our experiences are very specific to us. Like you're not you're you because of your experiences. I'm me because of my experiences. That translates into you know our dreams, right? What what the dream means to me. You could have the exact same dream as me, and what it means to you. Is going to be totally different than what it means to me. Yeah, if I dreamed about oil monsters and mice in my front yard, there's no life experience that prompted that. So it would it would definitely obviously mean something different to me than it did to you because the mice in the yard meant something to you. Right. So and it doesn't relate to me. But obviously we'll never have the same exact dream. God help me if we do. Yeah, that would be kind of scary. Imagine if, like, we both woke up in the morning and, we, like, had this strange dream that we were both involved in. One of us messaged the other, and we both had the same dream. It has happened. I've heard of it happening. Uh, now, whether it actually did happen, but I've heard, you know, stories on the Internet and stuff of that of people having the same exact dream. Ripley's, believe it or not. So, wait, Matt thinks that if you talk about spontaneous human combustion that you're going to combust. You don't remember that? I, I sort of kind of remember that. He got all upset when we decided to talk about it. Nobody combusted, though. <clears throat> yeah, we're all still alive. Maybe it's like a delayed reaction. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's his dream. that he. Maybe that's his recurring dream. That he's spontaneously going to combust? Maybe if, maybe if we talk about Matt spontaneously combusting, he will. He will spontaneously combust. Let's talk about somebody else that we don't like. <laughs> Maybe it'll work. You know, find somebody we really don't like and then just see if we just can say it like on every show. Okay, this person's going to spontaneously combust and then maybe eventually they will. Yeah. It doesn't it work. It doesn't work. How do you know? Prove Have it. Tried it? Because Prove Ryan it. Redding's still alive. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. You haven't Touché. asked to spontaneously combust yet, or have you? Uh, I can't legally answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Richard. 
Sometimes Richard, geez. I mean, the guy just wants to go out and prove Bigfoot is real and stuff. Allegedly, I <laughs> may have wished him to spontaneously combust, <laughs> hypothetically, for the sake of argument. Well, you know, maybe he would, because, you know, that would be a great scientific breakthrough. Maybe they could study what happened. So maybe he'd take you up on that offer. <clears throat> Stranger things have happened. Hmm. It's possible. He yeah. listens to the show. He's probably listening right now. I don't know. I'm not in the chat room. Richard is, I think. No, he's not in listening uh, now. Uh, no, Ryan Redding this week there, Steve. You didn't get your fucking wish. Yeah. Well, did, you, I know. did you get your book from him? Well, not yet. Maybe someday <laughs> I will. I just wanted to see if he'd actually do it. <laughs> a, it ain't over yet, Steve. No, no. Someday I'll get it. Maybe. Yeah. If you're lucky. But I doubt it. Well, see, Ryan appreciates the fact that I'm, you know, an intelligent individual. Uh, fake news kind of person. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, whatever. You're completely. <laughs> I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. No, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I know. I know how it is, Steve. <sighs> I've been living this for almost five years now. We're go we're going on five years, Steve. It's not that long, far away. Are we gonna have like a big bash when it happens? Is five like years. What is, what is five? Rate? No, that's not. We're not having a retirement. I told you, we're riding this all the way. I mean, I'm stuck for a longer <laughs> period of time here. Steve, zero viewers. We're still doing the fucking show. We're, we're just gonna keep going. It might even happen during this show. Right down the toilet. <laughs> We're just gonna fucking get out your fucking surfboard. We're riding it, buddy. All right. I'm up for the challenge. Take it right down to nothing, my friend. You know what <sighs> would be a good idea for the five year anniversary show? Oh dear Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> Cut getting a hold of all former guests and seeing how many of them will come back on the show. Uh one. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Oh, speaking of former guests, did you see Mr. Coles is putting out some sort of documentary on some sort of Bigfoot habituation thing? No. Yeah, he's got an Indiegogo campaign going. Now it's been going for about a week. He's got twenty-five dollars so far. So that should that should do him well. Tactical man's fucking bringing it, huh? Yep. And he's he's uh I don't know when this documentary is supposed to be supposed to be filmed or anything, but uh, soon I would hope. I saw an awesome documentary last night. Did you? Yep. Um, and I had been wanting to see it. Uh, it's the documentary about the life of Richard Turner. For those of you who don't know, Richard Turner is probably the world's best card mechanic. Um, close-up magician. Ah, okay. Uh, you know, he, he works cards. I thought maybe he fixed cards. Uh, he, oh, he fixes it, all right. Um, the But the amazing thing about Richard Turner is he's blind. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he wasn't always blind. When he was young, very young, he could still see. Um, and... When he was sent to um, the school for the blind, 
Um, he rebelled wicked. Like his entire life, he refused to have a CNI dog. He wouldn't. He wouldn't use a cane. He didn't want people to know he's blind. He got his black belt in like some type of martial arts, and it, 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 blind. Huh? Yeah, like crazy shit. And the guy is, like I said, probably the world's best card mechanic. Just amazing his story about how he rebelled against being. He always thought that saying you were blind was a disadvantage, that it was bad, you shouldn't do that. Like, no, I, I kind of disagree <gasps> with him there, but I understand right. where he's coming from too. Well, he always wanted to be known as Richard Turner, not as the blind guy who can, you know, yeah. rig cards. Unfortunately, he's going to be known as the blind guy who can rig cards, obviously. Right. But. And now, um, you know, it's a little different, but this whole documentary, amazing, just amazing. The guy just fucking shuffles cards constantly. I'll have to, I'll have to watch that. That sounds very intriguing. That's, oh, that's right up my alley. It I, was I wanted a, to be a magician. great documentary. And I, I you know, I love, uh, you know, stories of tricksters or whatever uh what was the ama the amazing randy yeah yeah an honest liar another great documentary if, and if you haven't seen it an honest liar is just ah uh, pretty sure you made me watch that one yeah that's such a great story the amazing randy the life of amazing randy just a great cool story um but yeah and if you if if you're interested the the documentary is called dealt and i know it's on hulu but I don't know where else you can get it. <clears throat> but you got Hulu, Steve? I do. Then you can watch it. You yeah. can watch it. You can watch Delt then. I suggest you you and your wife would probably like that. Yeah, we'll have to well when she gets time, she's working second shift now, so it's a little bit rougher for us, but we'll watch yeah, it. Well it's it, it is well worth the time. I don't know how long it is. I think it was like an hour and a half, somewhere around there like that. But it's such a cool documentary. To, to see this guy work and you know how how he managed to be able to do the things that he can I don't know I don't know how he does it me either like that he was he literally people have claimed that he's he's full of shit that he's not blind and oh, he's that good huh yeah they they well, you would have to imagine I mean yeah how do you know what you're doing when you can't see what the cards are you know he can he's to him he says he can feel it Unless they're in Braille or something. No. He, his cards are made a certain way because of the way he needs to be able to feel them. Right. Um, to be able to work them. Um, but other than that, you know, they're, they're everything's the same. It's standard. Hmm. And he just constantly shuffles. Like, when there's, there was one story, not to ruin anything about the documentary. You know, he, he shuffles while he's working out. Um, he's constantly got a deck of cards in his hand and he's shuffling it, just, you know, splitting the deck, cutting yeah. the deck, you know, shuffling it. And, uh, <clears throat> his wife was telling a story about one time she went to her friend and, uh, was telling her friend, you know, we were making love last night. And then all of a sudden I heard the shuffling of cards. Oh, God. Like <laughs> he, George, was George shuffling. he was shuffling fucking sex. cards while he was fucking her. Oh man, that's the, but that's that's the, the that's the type of obsession that it takes to be that type of person. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, you know, I I said last night when I was watching the documentary, I said he's a fucking artisan. He spent so much fucking time doing this, 
They were just you over and over and over and over. Yeah, if you can fool people into believing that you're not even blind because you're so good at it, then yeah. Yeah. But it's, blind, um, being blind isn't a handicap at all for those who are because they learn other ways to do things and they they get really good at the things they do a lot most a lot of blind people in fact most of them i'm sure so i mean look at all the piano players you got ray charles for example you know being blind didn't stop him from learning stevie just, wonder stevie wonder you, you want to you just keep going with blind people uh ronnie Millsap, my favorite there you go yeah yeah so, I mean, just you, get any, you get any more? Uh, not off. Helen Keller. Yes. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Not just blind, but deaf as well. But didn't stop her. <clears throat> Doesn't have to be a handicap. Yeah. yeah. You're on a roll, Steve. Keep going. Uh, I'm not really on a roll. I'm just, I'm faking it tonight, so. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, well, you know what they say, Steve. You know what they, everybody said to me after my uh, my wife left me? Uh, no, what'd they say? They said, Chris, you gotta fake it till you make it. Yeah. Which wife? My second wife. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did you make it yet? Um, you know, I've gotten to a point now where, um, I'm actually kind of grateful that she left. Deep thoughts with Chris York. Yeah, like I'm not, I don't look at it like, you know, it, it, was it a sad period of time? But in in retrospect, it, it it's something that I was kind of grateful for. In, I could speak to the same thing, man, because my first wife, when she divorced me, when she left me, I was devastated. devastated. Well, no, well, here's the thing, though. It wasn't like my ex-wife was a horrible person. Did, no. Now, at the end, were some horrible things done? Of course. I think so, yes. You know, based on how things were, yeah, then it was a little overzealous. Yeah. But, you know, I I very much cared for my ex-wife, and she was there for me during a very horrid period of my, my uh, development as a human uh, being. Sorry about that. Yeah. Not to take uh, away from your passionate... Uh, story here but uh, but but you know uh like i said in retrospect had uh she still been in my life and i wouldn't have had the experiences that i've had over the course of the past couple of years so and that's what that's where i'm getting at with mine too if i had fought to well i did fight but if i had actually won the prize you know what i mean then things would have been totally different for me yeah. You'd, I'm you'd hate yourself. What's that? You'd hate yourself. Uh, probably. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Some, some, sometimes life experiences are are good for you, even though they don't seem to be at the time. And to be honest, the last time that I remember having like a string of dreams, like regularly, was after she left. Mm-hmm. And well, sometimes life experiences and they, bring and, that on. And they were fucking nightmares. Oh yeah, I would I, wake, a, I would wake up in cold fucking sweats, just fucking. Uh. Well, I'm going to be honest with with you and the listeners. I'm going through a pretty stressful time right now, and my dream menopause, race, Steve. 
I wish. Uh, uh, my dream rate actually increased a few weeks ago. Now, I know I'm having them. I don't remember them, thank God, because I don't want to remember them. But because everyone I remember is bad. Uh, but I think that because of when you get in a stressful situation like that, it can actually make your brain more active when you're not active. So there's something to maybe your brain is trying to reconcile with what's going on around you in the real world. You know what I mean? Trying to make heads or tails of it. So you're having these dreams and nightmares and things like that to try to cope with reality. Oh, I, I remember when, you know, when I was going through that period of time and I was having those nightmares, it was, I would wake up and I would be like, crying because i i, I yeah. thought i just i, I thought it, it it actually happened and that like the last one i had that really bad nightmare that i had a couple about a month ago now maybe a little over <clears throat> yeah i felt like it actually happened and it was so bad that but it made me more grateful for things that i have too so maybe it's just your brain's way of you know dealing with reality making a, a alternate reality that you huh? appreciate your real reality <laughs> you know that kind of thing huh. that's some deep shit steve well i'm having deep thoughts at the moment huh? so. Re reality thoughts with steve alcorn yeah well they're not very thoughtful a across the multiverse with steve alcorn oh, by the way i have gotten a response from john teeter nice um, I sent it to you. Yes. Um, I, I had very minimal amount of time to research, but I know. Um, so I don't know what the deal is. He did send me a response. I'm not going to talk about the response currently. Um, I don't yeah, know. The, we, we might get the men in black. Yeah, we don't want that. That's yeah. right. We don't need any men in black bullshit. Well, no, it's it, it, it looks like he sent me his phone number, but I don't know. Well, I can tell you that that phone number went back to the appropriate area, you said. And <clears throat> he looks like a cowboy. Yeah. Right? Well, okay. it went back to the best I could find was somebody posting saddles in a classified ad using okay. the same phone So that's all I could find on it in my short, brief amount of time. So, yeah, it could be him. So I'm going to re I'm gonna try to reach out to Mr. Teeter mm -hmm. see if... Uh... If uh, we can get him on the show. I don't know if he's the real deal. No, I think he is. I mean, yeah. who else has that name except John Teeter? That's true, Steve. I mean, yeah, come on. <clears throat> just make that shit How up. many John Teeters can there be? I'm guessing two because he goes by John Teeter, too. So <laughs> he goes by John Teeter, too? Well, one of his Facebook pages, yes. Oh, he does? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so there must be two. But I think he's number one. And he just goes by two to throw people off. I think we should try to get him on. All right. I was I was hoping he'd you know respond. Well, I'm kind of glad he didn't tonight. I'm not in the the best uh, state you're of not mind in the to guest, somebody. You're not in the so, guest mood. Well, I'm just not in that right state of mind tonight. If I were, I would uh, I would have been pleased to have Mr. Teeter. Well, I I definitely love to hear about his uh, adventures. This is a man that's uh, been all over the multiverse, as I it know. were, Steve. Uh, he 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 traveled through time and space, 
with what if a, we get him on with say, a Camaro? Are you the real John Teeter? And he says no. Um, that could happen, Steve. I thought it was a Corvette. Was it a Camaro? I don't fucking remember anymore. Well, we'll ask John. When he goes <gasps> yeah, well, he he knows the answer. Yeah, he better know the answer, or else he knows it's going to be a short show. It's going to be a it's going to be epic, Steve. Pretty sure it was a Corvette. I don't remember. It's been a while, Steve. It was a Chevrolet of some sort. It was years ago. I was sitting at my computer in my room uh, that I rented from a friend in his trailer. I would I would be and, really uh, interested in his thoughts, though. He, my friend came out to go to work, and he handed me a CD that said Oliver Williams interview. And thus started your life saga. And he said, check this out. It's about a time traveler. Okay. So I popped it in, and I was hooked for hours and hours and hours. You kind no, of wasn't, still hooked. It wasn't story. like years. I, I still, I still uh, have a special place in my heart for the whole John Teeter story. Um, it, I've become disillusioned by it, but for a period of time in my life, that whole story, I was engulfed. I was reading all the posts. I was doing research. I was going crazy. I was like, this is fucking real. And it wasn't. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. <clears throat> well, nothing, none of the things came true. I don't know if the timeline's been changed. Maybe Mr. Teeter can fill us in. Yeah, I think. Maybe he can let us know that, what happened. The questions that we have can only be answered by one Mr. Teeter. Right. So The it's real a, Mr. Teeter. We'll not find out really quick if he's the wrong. Or by me. No, because we don't know. We weren't on that timeline. That's right. It's not going to be answered by Richard. He barely produces the fucking show. Does get the news. Quite professionally, I might add. Mm. Lately, anyway. Except well, last week. We need, to, we need to do a better job of picking stories. If you ask I like me. tonight's stories. I mean, a mess well, story. It, yeah, a dick story. That's because uh, two of the stories um, I made sure were in there. Oh. One of Let which was the, one of which was the meth story. The thylacine story was probably from Richard. Then uh, I also made sure that story was in. Even if he picked it, I made sure it was in there. Well, I, my favorite was the face on Mars because those are always my favorite. That one was Richard. There you go. See, quite <laughs> professional. Yeah, but uh, picking that one news story, I like it. Yeah. He can be on top of shit every once in a while. Yeah. That was my favorite story of the night. I mean, the mess story was fun. We need we need to get Nick Redfoot. Redfoot. Yeah, I agree. But but Richard needs to stop being such an attack dog with people. Well, they do have a history because Redfoot and him have had words. Yeah. Well, they're both British, so well, R Richard feels like he can dress down anyone who's also British. And that's their culture. I mean, that's what they do. I've watched British television. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I see. Ooh, 13 people. So we went down to 10 after we had 12 to begin. Now, then we went up down to 10. We almost lost them. And then we got them back. Listen. And one more. A wave resurges, Steve. You know, I, I gotta say, I gotta or, give a shout out to anybody who is listening from my other show. So, yeah, 
which is probably nobody. Nobody's listening from your other show. But Scott, the guy named Scott Zilke, who I do the show with, uh, he he did say he listened. What do you think? Uh, he was a little put off by the fact that we don't have video. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I don't know. I well, really it's not it. meant, you know, it's more meant to just sit there and listen to. Well, it's podcast style. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, unfortunately, I, Nobody wants I don't want to pay for like uh, 20 people to listen to it on the RSS feed. Um, but, and it's only on YouTube. But technically, you can download shit on YouTube. That's right. So you don't have to, you know, listen to it online. You can download it and listen to it. I mean, we are we are the art bell of the future. That's right. Call our air on the air. So, Steve, tell us about this uh, frog that jumped across the room. Oh, come on! I don't want to get into that story again. You'll have to go back and listen to previous episodes. I mean, that Mm -hmm. should be like a requirement. People should start at one. I mean the original one, not the not the fake one. The not second the, coming, not the, the reboot. second coming of the forty and slip. The reboot. Yeah. They should go back and start at the beginning. Yeah, we don't want to do that. What? We, we don't. I, we don't want to start over again. I'm not starting over again. We did, We've done our reboot. Okay. I'm happy with uh, how we're doing really stuff changed. now. We're doing stuff. Yeah. Well, no, things have changed. I'm still doing the news. We're still no. talking about bullshit subjects. We t- we take things totally different now. Yeah, it's it's 100% different. Go 100%. back and listen to the earlier shows. 100% different, Steve. You'll see. We've, we've got a totally different uh, take. We don't necessarily uh, talk about 40 in subjects. Although mostly we do. No, we don't all the time. Well, dreams aren't really a Fordian subject. Exactly. Dreams aren't. Uh, doomsday preppers really aren't. No, uh, no. Me talking no. about the life of a fake newsman. That's for an entire show was not Fordian. I have to say, uh, I am fake. Me talking times. about the end of a relationship that I uh, created because of, uh, you know, my computer. Yeah. That was that Fordian. No. No, so I guess you're right. Totally yeah. different show. We've done. We're doing things a lot differently now. Yes, different. and like I said, when we were when we changed stuff around, is, yeah. does it still have the forty and? You know, do we still do that? Sh- yes, and we're still going to talk about Bigfoot and shit. And do, but I don't want to be tied to talking to about any one thing. If I want to talk about something, I'm going to talk about something. Speaking of Bigfoot, did you see that there's a a new some new evidence out there. Somebody, baby Bigfoot? Baby Bigfoot. Baby Bigfoot. Oh, yes, yes. I did see Baby Bigfoot. I didn't get it's, it's, Steve, it's confirmed. Oh, who confirmed it? Bob. Bob? Oh, no Bob, shit. Bob has confirmed Baby Bigfoot in the woods. If you get a chance, I, I, check out the video of him confirming that that is a, uh, um, a sculpture. That you can buy uh, online. No, 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 no. You can't give away the ending. Hey, listen. How's he going to get viewers listen, if we tell if them what that, the ending if, is? No, if that motherfucker can ruin everything that comes out for me, like, I can't even have any hope of anything oh, being real. Like you fucking really film, thought. No, because Phil Poling exists in the fucking world. I can't have anything extraordinary, unexplained, 
that son of a bitch ruins everything. He confirmed a couple. Well, sort of. Yeah, you know, some he confirmed side. fucking hemorrhoids on his own ass. That's what he confirmed. I've got a fucking itching, burning feeling, and its name is Bill Poling. Bill Poling. Hair breakdown. Otherwise known yes. as Bob. Yes, check him out at youtube.com forward slash parabreakdown. In case he may confirm something. That's right. Go check out his baby Bigfoot video. I do want to see that, though. Well, as soon as I saw the picture. He he sent me the fucking video, and I'm like, I got to check this out. He's like, tell Steve it's confirmed. (laughs) It is confirmed. It's confirmed that it's not real. Yeah. No, I've seen the photos, and I'm like, okay, that's... One of those, I, you can buy that same prop on eBay. Basically, it's not right because I did some research on a prior. Uh, it was an alien claim, and I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. So I knew. I mean, why would even the basic amount of research? I mean, Google image search is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> use it. <laughs> you know, it's not that hard, people. Mm. Or circus prop. Yeah. Type that into eBay and see what you find. Yeah. Then confirm or deny your findings based on what you find. It's not that hard, people. I, I, I'm this big time researcher. Bullshit. I'm not a big time researcher. People, I just know how to use fucking Google. Steve, people like the fantastical. But come on, baby Bigfoot found in the they, woods. Right? They love things to be extraordinary. That's why I get upset every time Phil ruins shit for me. Well, then you can be one of those sheeple. I'm not a sheeple. I'm not Phil. a fucking sheeple. <laughs> quit watching Phil. But that son of a bitch does ruin everything. He does ruin it, but you know he ruins it in a nice comical way most of the time. Maybe. <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, well. Well, that's Phil for you. You know that some, some say... Shot... The fuck up. That's what some say. They say, shut the fuck up, you fucking limey bitch. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I did pretty good tonight. I was just telling you what some people say. No, you're not telling me what anyone says, because nobody says it. You know what some people say? They say, oh, he inappropriately spoke to me over the internet. That's what some people say. Well, other people say that he is the result of a night of passion between the, a bear and the devil himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, are you okay now if, that you got one out? <laughs> Finally. Do, do you feel better? Does that, does that get a little weight off your shoulders? <laughs> is he in the chat room right now going, good boy, Richard? No, he's not in the chat room. No, it's because he sucks. Well, that's rare. He doesn't love us. Not anymore. I think we yeah. let him on the show, and he just thinks he can do any whatever the fuck he pleases now. That's right. Listen, not listen. Whatever. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was a fucking forty and slip fan through and through. <clears throat> but no. He's, well, you call me fake news. Jeez, Almighty. Um, see, he's not fake news, Steve. He's just a fake fan. Oh, there's, you gotta get there's this. You gotta understand this. You know, 
We only have one way. true fan. Really? Who's the one true fan? Well, we put him on the show. Mm, so we have zero true fans because now no. he doesn't listen to the show. No. He refuses. Well, I, I don't listen to the show either. Yeah. I know. You do. Um, yes, because I like to try to see where things have worked and where things haven't worked and you know and then don't change anything I, about it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what happens, Steve. Um <laughs> the show hasn't worked from day one. Well it hasn't failed either. It's kind of like in between. I want uh, remind me, I, I have to tell you something that Matt Knapp said to me the other day. Okay after the after the show. Um, All right. Hey, I'm reminding you that after the show, tell me something that Matt Knapp said the other day. Cool. Great. Um, so on that note, Let's this is the show so we can the find out. Slip episode <laughs> 23. If you like this shit, hit the little thumbs up button. If you don't, hit the little thumbs down button. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Uh, check out Bob Polling at youtube.com forward slash para breakdown. Check out Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads. Check out Bigfooting with Keith and Colin on Facebook. That's Richard's comic strip. And as always, check out Dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash Dreadfun. We will be back next week, maybe, maybe, with the one and only Mr. John Teeter. I wonder if this is going to turn into one of those... Uh... Long time, you know, jokes like the Mick I mean, West, want John Mick West thing, the Mick West thing. Yeah, somebody get me John Teeter. Yeah, uh, well, doesn't have the same ring to it. Stay tuned. See ya.